How is your way to start the day? Rather up and in right away? Or rather smooth? Or do you need to prepare yourself for the battles of the day to come? Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's me again, Anna Yelen, your time expert. The today's podcast is not new for all of you. It's about morning rituals and how to start the day. Some of you have already listened to it, so if that is you, you will be given new ideas and tools next week. But if you haven't heard it yet, here are 13 ideas of morning rituals. Of course, we don't feel the same way every morning, and that is why I'll give you 13 different ideas. And you? You can pick the cherries. Enjoy! Chapter 1 Morning Rituals At the next speed it will be 6 o'clock and 10 minutes. It's not my fault. How do you feel? Ready to rumble? Open your eyes. Stretch a bit. Great. The first part is done. Welcome to the morning rituals. Today I will provide you with 10 simple, yes maybe slightly exceptional ideas on how we can start off this machine of ours. With rituals for body and soul or mind, name it as you like. Check out whatever you can find a single ritual that takes your fancy. Yes, a single one. Maybe there are more, but then again, maybe not. But only one could already change a lot. Remember, take it easy. Morning rituals, three specific ideas right at the beginning. Three specific things to begin with, so you can go ahead with the morning rituals. Firstly, Find out whether you would like to get up a tiny bit earlier in the morning or whether you can leave the house a little bit later. I don't want it to be like a friend of mine who called me and said, Anna, I am so tired since I started doing the morning rituals. (laughs) No, that's exactly what we want to avoid. They should not have any negative impact on your day. On the contrary. So figure this out. Secondly, for the ones who have difficulty getting out of bed, I know this only too well, believe me. And there is a very simple habit that helped me a lot. Lights on. Absolutely turn the lights on and then open the eyes. Yes, open them. Force yourself to keep them open and then stretch. Get your body moving. That's it. Thirdly, A very helpful reminder, no matter what you're doing, always take your awareness back to what you are currently doing. This is the creme de la creme. I repeat, always bring back your attention to what you're currently doing. Not to worry, of course, the reason for this audiobook is exactly to learn how to do that. Morning rituals, no digital input in the morning. So we are right at the beginning. You get woken up or you wake up naturally. 
your body has dehydrated throughout the night, there would be nothing wrong with a glass of water. And of course, in the morning, there will be surely some tea or coffee and breakfast. But this is less of a ritual rather than a need of natural sorts. We will do this anyways. Things we do anyways are no rituals. These are habits. But we are speaking about rituals, especially the ones that give you time. And that already in the morning. Time for yourself. So you can start off into your daily routine completely without stress. So for a stress-free start into your daily routine without having your thoughts already somewhere else, please take the following advice. Leave out any informative inputs during the first hour of the day. This includes emails, text messages, social media and newspapers. Let's put it all away. Why? Why should you leave them? Because otherwise, stress already starts right there. Stay with yourself. Enjoy the morning. You don't need this information that early in the morning. The danger of your thoughts being controlled from outside is too great. This already happens to a great enough extent throughout the rest of the day. Just imagine the moment we read the news headlines, for the fraction of a second we are transported into another world and this already happens often enough, so certainly this one hour in the morning won't matter. This hour is for you, so guard it, protect it and give your thoughts a break before the flood of information that will come either way after that. We have enough of this. This means just get rid of the information coming from outside. And now, let's start off with the rituals. Ritual number one, listen to your internal clocks. Now imagine the following situation. You just woke up, you sit in your bed and you ask yourself, which morning ritual do I need now? Your internal clocks will give you the answer. That is why this is my first ritual in the morning to have a good start. I simply listen to my internal clocks by asking myself, do I need a morning ritual to physically get moving or a ritual for my mind or both? Just trust your body. It knows the answer. Sadly, we forgot to some extent to listen to ourselves. That's true, don't you think so? We plan everything for ourselves. There's hardly any space left to just listen to ourselves. It is proven that we should listen to our internal clocks much more or call it intuition or gut feeling. This is all the same thing. These are the internal clocks which are having the answers. Yes, the answers are all contained within ourselves. And we waste a lot of time searching for answers, searching for solutions or the right decisions or ideas. Yet, they are sleeping inside of us. And this is where we enter the field of chronobiology. Chronobiology deals with the temporal organization of biological systems. Not only science is concerned with this topic, but also medicine. And we know that we should not live against our internal clocks. Humans messed with their internal rhythm. Yes, 
oh yes, chronobiology is a very exciting topic. But back to the ritual. This ritual, however, is clearly the first step to enter this great way and wonderful topic where in the early morning we are asking ourselves this simple question before dealing with the morning ritual and that is, what do I need now? Which morning ritual do I need to do for a good start? For example, there are days where the body just doesn't fancy any physical exercise. So, if that's the case, simply accept it. In that case, rather do something for the mind. And then there are days where your body is craving movement, so you provide it. Find out what you fancy doing so it will bring you joy. Precisely this means don't plan on the night before which morning ritual you want to practice on the coming day. Leave it open. That's heavenly, right? Simply leaving something open. And then, when the moment arrived, early morning in bed, you simply listen to your intuition so you can constantly switch between the rituals and you will never know what's coming next. This was ritual number one. Listen to your body. Remember, if you are at one with your internal clocks, you will increase your personal satisfaction because you do what you want to do and not what you have to do. Ritual number two, sit down and drink something. A very simple ritual. The only difficulty is leaving out all the rest and really only doing this one thing. <laughs> so take your tea, your coffee or whatever you drink and you sit down comfortably on the sofa or on the bed and then drink those pleasurable gulps. This requires only a few minutes, a few minutes of yours. A few minutes, but this is time for yourself. Take care to really only pay attention to the taste and the indulgence. If you wander too far, get yourself back to what you are doing right now. Drinking tea and sitting there. Focus only on that. Feel what you are sitting on. Feel the warm cup or the cool glass in your hand. And how does it taste? Focus on these perceptions. What are you sitting on? How does the cup in your hand feel? And does the drink taste nice? You know what will happen. You will learn to deal with silence. Also, being calm and doing nothing has to be relearned. Cool down, relax. These are things that got lost in a world full of speeding up. Where everything has to be done quickly, we need to consciously wind down and this ritual is the ideal de-stressing tool. Our brain needs this state. The state of calm. Think of your heart. Tension, relaxation. Tension, relaxation. This is the only way it can function. And for our heart, we do not need to remember this. It functions autonomously. Yet, for our brain, we can and have to make an effort. We need to give our brain some peace in order for it to be able to recover. And this would be a case of total relaxation 
you're only going to do two things. You sit there and you drink something. That's it. And that was ritual number two. Sitting down and drinking. And never forget. By using mindfulness, we can slow down our perceived speed of living and win time for ourselves. And by the way, if in the beginning it doesn't work and your thoughts are wandering off, easy. That's not dramatic. It's just the beginning for training your focus and your attention. Ritual number three, listen to music. Another amazing ritual. Choose a song, sit at your favorite spot and give yourself entirely to these sounds, this music. Look at what the music is doing with you. Focus on the sounds, the instruments and melodies, on the vocals. Can you identify certain instruments? Yes. Just listen to this one song and guide your thoughts back to the music again and again. Focus to 100% on what you are doing right now. This is also how we train our attention and this will help us in our daily routine with work, you will see. And in addition to that, you are actively training your brain. The health of your brain is based on three pillars, mental activity, physical fitness and spiritual well-being. If you attentively listen to a song, this includes mental activity and spiritual well-being. That's something different than a Sudoku and it's the same fun or even more. A nice way to train the brain, just listening to music. And that was ritual number three, listening to music and don't forget you are entering a world of senses. I will finish with a quote from Goethe. Music starts where words end. Ritual number four. You can add this ritual to number three. Dance. Yes. When was the last time that you danced in the morning? <laughs> We don't do this very often, right? Move a little, shake the hips, boogie woogie, my friend. Give yourself entirely to the movements, even if it's just a small, a tiny movement. It's your body. Let it dance and have some fun. It depends on how you dance, but surely you are already doing something for your body. When we combine movement with music, it is not only affecting our cardiovascular system, but also has a direct positive impact on our brain. The brain has to coordinate the movement. Nevertheless, we have the feeling of forgetting everything around us. That's how I feel. Every time, but absolutely every time, I have a smile on my face. Isn't it nice to start the day with an unforced smile? To just give yourself to the music, no matter how it looks or who is watching. It is a feeling of freedom. And if you're fully involved, you release a lot of happiness hormones. Try to let yourself go a little. Honestly, what happens when you dance? Why do people dance? Sure, to move with the rhythm. But not only that, because dancing makes us happy. 
just there to try and see what happens. So this was ritual number three. Dance and groove and enjoy the feeling of freedom. And by the way, there is something else on my mind regarding the topic of music. Generally, life is structured in a rhythm. Sometimes it is faster, sometimes slower. There is the waking up, the getting tired, there is speed and slowing down. Everything is structured in a rhythm. We need to pay attention to not get caught by a situation where there is no rhythm. Just ask yourself, what is your rhythm? So much for that and nothing more. So another physical ritual is ritual number five. This is the one exercise ritual. We always aim high. We always want so much. I want to do yoga in the morning. Okay, but then we immediately imagine an entire yoga routine. And what frequently happens is that because of that, we don't do it at all. We demotivate ourselves by setting too difficult objectives. This is a practice ritual for starting off. Can I give you an example from myself? I always wanted to be able to do a headstand. I want to achieve the final position without support and with ease and elegance. So, I only dedicate myself to one exercise and it is so much fun to do only this one exercise. Because you do much more than just this one exercise. At first you stretch, get the muscles moving before slowly starting with the exercise. Feel how your body has to work. Feel every muscle. And yes, feel that you are having a body. If it cracks a little, take it a little slower. Wake your body up and then do this exercise with full concentration. Feel every muscle that needs to work for this exercise. Enjoy how your body slowly gets moving. After a few minutes, everything is over and, yes, you know what? You already did something good for your body and it's more awake than a couple of minutes ago. This was ritual number five, the one exercise ritual. And remember this, less is more than nothing. Ritual number six, no matter what you're doing, whether you are taking a shower, making tea, getting the kids out of bed, getting dressed, do this ritual, sing. Maybe you feel like me and you don't really like your own singing, but it doesn't matter because this is about getting ready for the day and to prove singing makes us happy. Even if it's only a la-la-la-la or a humming, you start the day with the release of happiness hormones like serotonin, noradrenaline and beta-endorphins. Do you need some more reasons for singing? Well, singing trains respiratory muscles and is often recommended to asthmatics. Singing entails much more than we think. There are countless studies that singing makes us happy. But it's even easier if you just try it and experience the result yourself. So this was ritual number six. Sing and reduce stress at the same time.
Ritual number seven, the writing rituals. I love them. And here are two different versions of the writing ritual that offer very different results. Yes, I really mean pen and paper, properly old school. It was proven that writing, writing with the hand, does something with us. For example, writing by hand increases the imagination of what we are writing about. We can simply imagine it in a better way. Writing on paper activates our neurons to a greater extent than typing on our mobile phone, tablet or PC. It was also found that what we write by hand stays in our memory much longer than what we simply type in. This topic causes major discussions at universities. Let's start with version number one. You sit down in front of a blank paper or a new white page in your notebook and write without thinking. Write everything down that enters your mind. Keywords, sentences, it doesn't matter. Simply let your hand move across the paper and write down words. It doesn't matter whether you are writing down that makes sense or not. These words, these thoughts have to get out of your head. Otherwise, they will stay in there for the rest of the day and we can avoid this by using this ritual. What you have written down isn't important. Only the activity of writing counts. Many of the participants of my workshops confirmed that afterwards it feels like you tied it up in your head and have a clearer thoughts. Yes, let's call it spilling the guts in writing. Or declutter <laughs> with writing. Don't you want to make some space in your head? This would be an opportunity. It's quickly done and feels good to spill the guts in a written way. Contrary to version number two, you evoke enthusiasm and determination by writing visualizing. It is a combination of visualizing and writing down. This way we affirm it also subconsciously. We engage our subconscious by sending images like when doing sport. When you all know the image of a skier preparing at the start of the race, where he's visualizing the track with closed eyes and simulating the curves using his hands. A writing ritual like this one does just that by answering specific questions. The questions can be found in attachment. Have a look so every day you can choose appropriate questions or just one question that you are addressing this morning and write down a couple of sentences. If you're not in the mood for writing, simply read what you have already written down. It's a pure motivation boost. Clearly one of the most effective and simplest daily activities that you could do to give your daily routine a little bit more joy, health and success. This is also about finding out where you want to be and see what the current situation is. It's simply not enough to do this only once in a while. What's the current situation? Where do I want to be and where am I on my way to this objective? This version of writing rituals cause incredibly positive results with many people and is one of the most impressive morning rituals. Just try it and experience the effect yourself. So this was ritual number seven, writing. 
And don't forget the following. Already after a certain time, you will feel the first positive changes. Why? Because you start to motivate yourself. You start valuing your daily life and you know exactly where you want to be. Ritual number eight. This is another one of my top three rituals. The visualizing stroll. A stroll because some fresh air always does us good. For me, it usually lasts 10 to 15 minutes and I do it shortly before starting work. During this walk, I only ask myself one simple question. How do I want to feel at the end of the day? Let's try it out right now, only briefly. I ask the question and you give an answer. How do you want to feel at the end of the day? Imagine it. Visualize it. You might say, I want to be proud of working efficiently and effectively. This automatically triggers the question, okay, but what do I need to do for achieving this? Maybe I should pay attention to minimizing distractions in my daily routine. Okay, fine, but what kind of distractions are we talking about? Well, I will stick to my email and telephone times. Exactly. Or maybe you are saying something completely different, like, tonight I want to feel like having done something meaningful. What would that be? Something meaningful. Hmm. Today I could surprise someone, but who? Ah, I will send the favorite Swiss chocolate to my grandma in Sweden. And so on and so on. This is where a little bit of brainstorming occurs in order to make a specific and meaningful plan. And believe me, the likelihood that you're going to work in a highly motivated mood, yes, maybe you even want to run to work, is huge. You can hardly wait. So this was ritual number eight, the visualizing stroll with the question, how do I want to feel at the end of the day? The ritual that could be your motivation booster of the day. Three, two, one, action. This is how it feels. Ritual number nine, be a fish. For example, swim. I mentioned this because my friend Sylvia is doing it and swears by it. She swims a lot and yes, in the morning and she loves it. I know that. I used to live close to a small hotel that had a swimming pool. This is where I used to swim and of the... A quarter of the length was already taken up by turning because it was so small. But it's a world that completely isolates you. There is water around you. You move your body and your thoughts move along. They even get very active. I have an idea which I got from Alexander Hartmann and that is positively influenced by my objectives to prevent our thoughts from turning around and getting us nowhere. If you are a little impatient and finally want to reach your goal, this might be the exercise to get it all going. This is how it works. 
imagine an objective or situation that you want to achieve. And now you imagine that you have already achieved it. How does it feel? What are the surroundings? Which feelings do you experience? Where are you? Who is with you? And how does your ideal day look like? Get into it as if it were already true. Show your subconscious in which direction it should be heading. Show the way how it feels. Simulate your success in your thoughts. Do it again and again. This exercise is great. It will ease the way to your goal. Trust it. A very effective morning ritual. Of course, you can also do one independently from the other, swimming or only doing this exercise. But the combination is very interesting and should not be underestimated. This was ritual number nine. The mix of the physical ritual of swimming and the mental ritual of visualizing a goal. This is both in one package. Ritual number 10. Do something in the morning that you usually do in the evening. <laughs> in the evening, you often do something that does you good. So now we simply do it in the morning. For example, taking a couple of minutes to read in the book. You always try to read at night but fall asleep before doing so. It's true, isn't it? And since you're asking, no, honestly, I wouldn't call reading the newspaper a ritual. If you are keen on reading the newspaper, you will find a moment during the day to do it anyways. Yes, of course, it is time for yourself and keep doing that, but do it after the rituals. Because I don't see it as a pure morning ritual. Why not? Because it doesn't always allow to improve yourself on mental and physical level and it is something you will do anyways. So what could you do that you usually want to do in the evening, but that you already or rarely get to do to tiredness or time constraints? Reading a book, taking a bath, everything is possible, my dears, everything. Think about what could be and just take time for it in the morning instead of the evening. This way, you start the day with the feeling of having done something for yourself. So this was ritual number 10. Do something in the morning that you would usually do in the evening. Do you know what a hidden track is? It's a hidden track on a music album. It appears without being mentioned. This is also the case here and it is ritual number 11 which is a hidden track and which is sleeping in. If you have a day where you can sleep in, do it. And sleeping in means simply staying in bed. Why should you always get up so abruptly? Just stay in bed. Or do it like John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Stay in bed for an entire week. Yes. Do it for world peace. Voila! So that was the 10, in brackets 11, simple ideas that worked best for my morning ritual fans and myself. 
Surely there are many more and I would kindly ask you to tell me about them so I can keep completing the list shared with you and other fans of morning rituals. If there is not a single ritual that you like, then ask yourself, what is it that's fulfilling you? What is satisfying you? In which moments do you feel, yes, I love it? Find these moments and add them to your daily routine. Yes, maybe in the morning, no matter when, but live those moments. Can you imagine how good it feels to design the morning in such a way that you have some time and that you can prepare for the day without being stressed and rushing out of the house? Don't underestimate the effect of morning rituals because they can cause a lot of change. If you are celebrating the morning rituals, you are on the right track to autonomy because only you decide how much time you give or take for yourself. And hey, my personal tip, take the time before it gets taken. Finally, I could say, do it. Do it for yourself. You don't need to prove it to anyone, but do it for yourself, for your energy levels, for your performance, for your brain and for your body, and for everything that is still going to happen during the day. But you know what? I won't say it. I leave it for you to decide whether you want to do it or not, because I have faith that if there is a will, it will be done easily. So my final words here, good start, better day, better daily routine, better life. Boom. So much for that, nothing more. Adieu. Hello, it's me again, Anna, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast about morning rituals. The next podcast will be about speed, about when it's time to speed up, and when it's time to slow down. And I just can't wait because I love this topic. Well guys, that's all for today. Last but not least, please feel free to share my work and to subscribe. If you haven't seen my YouTube channel yet, go and have a look. There are many other ideas of mine and I'm sharing them with you. If you are working in a big company where you would like to hire me for a whole week to work on the topic time and nevertheless where you are, feel free to ask me for my big package offer. If you like my thoughts I'm bringing out to you every week, maybe you would like to listen to my audiobook Have a Good Time, which you will find on www.thetimeexpert.ch. Until next week, when I'm back in your ear, take care, bye.